0: Talking about chicken a la king, mango and garbanzo, tabbouleh, potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil, zucchini ziti. granola, fruit yeah. look
1: at all this beautiful food. Mm. Guys, welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, where I interview amazing people with amazing minds, but all I care about is what is in their fridge. My guests today with an S. We've got a twofer. They are the host of one of my favorite food podcasts, Yelling About Pate. It is the hilarious Renaissance man, comedian, actor, Carl Hess. Great to be here, Dan. Thanks and, for having me. And, sorry, Carl, not yet. <laughs> I'm old, will, back. You will come in when I tell you to come in. <laughs> and the owner of Estreto and Stretto Brothers, some of the best sandwiches in L.A. It's Joel Miller. Hi, guys. Hi, hi. Hi. Great to be here. Now there, you can speak. Okay. We are at Carl Hess's... On location. On, On location. location. Yeah. We asked him to raid his fridge and give us... Some amazing meals, something fun, and uh, we got olives and uh, pickled string
0: beans. I mean, and look, they're pretty fucking good beans. They're oh. great. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say did that I'm enjoying they're, these beans. Uh... I absolutely did not pickle these myself. The fact laughing.
1: that that is all we got, <laughs> based on the fridge that I'm looking at right now, is crazy. You guys can see both Carl Hess's and Joel Miller's fridges on my Instagram at Stand Up Dan. We're gonna start with Carl's fridge because we are eating the. F- very little fruit of the labor of this fridge. Well, first of all,
0: <laughs> let me this these pictures from a few days ago. So okay. things have changed. This, Whatever. Is, uh, this is a constant situation. It's fluid in there. Okay,
1: so there's a couple things that are very interesting about your fridge. Number one is, yes, you have these fun pickles here, which we're eating right now mm-hmm. that are delicious. Love pickles. Big pickle guy. This is what, what got me. On the bottom row here, you have half an onion yes. and a half a lemon. Right. That is open. Yes. Out to the elements. Yeah. No packaging. It's loose. It's loose, baby. It's loose. It's as if it's an air freshener. That you put in to infect uh, I like to, everything how? else
0: with onion sm- scents. I keep my onions loose. My produce drawers were filled to the brim. You're filthy, dude. This is disgusting. Putting it in a plastic bag is filthy. Plastic's made from oil. I'd rather have it loose in there, baby. Oh, maybe. here we go. It's time for uh-huh. conspiracies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take sauce? a hit of this. Sit down and let me tape up microplastics, my, <laughs> my man. <laughs> Oh, the parabens. I'm actually just lazy, and you can see behind it, there's like a quarter of a cabbage. I yeah. throw shit in loose all the time because I'm going to use it in the next... You need a loose drawer. The drawers are full of produce. I'm okay I'm with aggressive loose. aggressive vegetable intake over I'm here. I'm okay with loose,
1: but loose onion, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, everything is going to fucking smell like onion. In it episode. is. Just put it in a zippy. Put it in a zippy. I'm, I'm out, out of zippy. Get man. some of that petroleum plastic, man. I mean, <laughs> love it. Meanwhile, there's so much plastic in this fucking fridge. Yeah, there is. Okay, so <laughs> you've got fun fruits. Sure. Are these cherry tomatoes or are those these? Th- those, those are, are tomatoes, berries. yeah. Oh, I thought they were like gooseberries or
0: something. No, they are gooseberries. Nope. I wanted to see I wanted to see how. Oh, they are? Yeah, they're gooseberries. Oh, they are gooseberries. Huh? Were you trying to trick me? I was. Do you know how many fridges <laughs> I've seen in my day? You're a
1: pro. I I've, can't get one past you. I've done my 10,000 hours. Uh huh. What do you use the gooseberries for? I just pop them in. Oh, really?
0: Sure. This is a go to
1: snack? Yeah. Okay.
0: You throw them on top of a salad, you know, any kind of veggie dish to make it kind of a nice topping. A little tart. The almond slivers, I'm assuming that's a salad topping as well. Sure. Yeah. Sure. When you're feeling sliver. Green or green beans. Or the pickled green, green beans? Nah, you know, like roasted. I like, I like a haricot ver.
1: Yeah. haricot ver means green haricot. There we go. <laughs>
0: that's why you host the podcast. That's, that's your you lesson for the, the day. day.
1: In the up upper uh, cheese drawer, mm-hmm. you have these little baby yeah. baby you're, bells. You got your baby
0: bells, baby bells cheese. Sure. Like you're like I you're haven't like, had one of those since I was like seven. Guys, seven. guys, I'm here to tell you, baby bells still slaps, still still, still hits. Slaps. Still fucking hits. It's still I mean, waxy on the outside, still delicious on the inside. The wax brother. seals it in. I, I don't eat them a lot, but they're a delicious snack. I the fact that you rail against plastic wrap—that's wax, your food, baby. What red wax? What do you think <laughs> makes it red? You it's think it, natural? The bees made it. You think wh- that's from the earth, brother? What? <laughs> oh, yes, that, that, that small artisan baby bell company yeah, exactly. doing this. Yes. <laughs> they work with local book <laughs> farmers. I, think, I put <laughs> cheese loose in the fridge, too. It's not just onions. <laughs> Shit goes in wow. loose sometimes. I want on an on-the-go lifestyle. Have you ever used a condom? <laughs> 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 um, what is
1: this? Uh, there's a drink up top, a soft drink, it it's looks like. It says Rio. Yeah, Rio, that's so. from a,
0: a local Echo Park spot. Got like that, a that's, that's my roommate's. It's not mine. but oh. It is in
1: there. Okay, well um, then, let's take that out. Sure. Hold on. <laughs> no, uh, that's okay.
0: You're, so you see, we're learning from your fridge that you have a roommate. Exactly. So do you guys put tape on your things? No, we're all like, uh, I, I wouldn't want to live with someone who I have to put tape on shit. It's like, I know what's mine. Yeah. I'm not going to eat what's not they mine. They got a real honor system If, thing I, going if I'm on. living with someone who needs to pick something up and see that it says Carl on it, and they're like, oh, this isn't mine. I I can't live with that person. Well, can I tell you something? They're completely out of
1: control. Let me tell you something that just happened because before we started recording, I was hungry, so I went into your kitchen and then I remembered you have roommates and I was like, well, I don't fucking know what I can grab.
0: (laughs) There's a loose half
1: an avocado
0: there. That's true. Was that just, yours? We got I, a no. lot of loose produce around just these. Just begging parts. for you to eat it, man. I'm, I'm sorry, it's inconvenient for you, Dan. When you uh, come over and thank you want you. a snack. I I'll appreciate. tell you what's. Uh, I'll tell you what's a green light. What about the sheep's milk yogurt? Yours, or roommates? Uh, that's mine. Bellwether Farms is a great company. They're in Sonoma. I'm a big fan of their yogurt. Big, big fan. Love their creme fresh. Oh my god, their, their creme so fresh is top of, top tier. Top yes,
1: yeah. I will say this is an amazing fridge. You have a very well stocked fridge. A lot of wonderful foods. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Joel's fridge, Joel Miller. Well, you got
0: a lot of containers. In a
1: it. lot of containers.
0: Okay, so hear me out. Yeah. The black containers are mine. I just saved those, so I use those for my old stuff. So okay, one you're of the using, so, I like that. So one of them is uh, bolognese. Yeah. Uh, I made bolognese for my for my wife. Tell me about your bolognese.
1: Do you make it with milk? Do you use milk? I do use milk. You do? Yeah. And do you use uh, pancetta or
0: just beef? Pancetta. You use pancetta? Yeah,
1: little pancetta. Pancetta and beef. Pancetta and beef. Pancetta There's and b- beef and tomato. Whole Pancetta
0: and beef. Uh yeah, whole milk. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 cooking it down for about like three and a half hours, brother. Real? Yeah, Yeah. no. in my le creuset, which is always which is always on my which is always on my stove. I have a le creuset and a cast iron, and they always live there. That's where they live. Don't try to put them anywhere else. Um, They belong. Professional chef shit.
1: By the way, in this new gender fluid world we live in, it's can be le creuset as well. It's actually le creuset. (laughs) <laughs> it's like Cruise. Um, g- it's gender inclusive. Dan. Uh, it's they Cruzette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so okay, got it. So you make your bolognese with uh, all those fun
0: things. All these fun things. You know, I c- cut my mirepoix by hand. Obviously, I'm red I'm, wine, white wine. oh uh, red wine. Red wine. Yeah. I'm, 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 u- I'm using. I'm using red wine. Or honestly, sometimes it just depends what's open or what I've had open. I'm dry yeah. right now, so I d- I do have an <laughs> open bottle of. It was corked. It that's was, why you have all those snapples. You're like, was, I need something. Well, that's for my wife. She uh, loves. She loves the kiwi uh, strawberry snapple. Yeah. I'm not gonna stop her from enjoying her life no you are not a monster no i'm not a monster shout out to my wife greatest lady on the planet she sent us this picture right now so dry january
1: yes let's get into it Uh, we're both doing it at the time of this recording it is january 25th
0: yes we've been doing this for 20 i want to note: i'm not doing it and also i'm drunk as hell right now (laughs) (laughs) carl i feel like you should do it I, because it's too late now, man. <laughs> it's too late. Now. He like if he only like of, other months that you yeah, do. exactly. He like kind of committed to doing it in in December when it was like off in the distance, where he was yeah. like, I could do that. And then I as said soon I as could, and as soon commit, I said I could, and as soon as it rolled around, he's like, Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, wow. Like there's there's a lot of stuff going
1: on. Yeah, I wait. What do you mean? There's a lot of stuff going on. I
0: mean, just stop. I, what I, are your excuses? Cause okay. I have a bunch of. I'm going to an engagement party. I have so many experiences. I'm going to engagement party on Saturday. I've been to multiple parties. I started dating someone new. That, going out to dinner, dude. You don't need to drink if you're dating someone new. You need to drink if you're going on a first date. Do you know what it's like for me to be on a first
1: date sober? And I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna be here completely lucid while right. you slowly that lose sounds your, your faculties. <laughs> <off. laughs> uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we love we. The three of us really love the sauce. Sure, and we were just saying before I am not taking any takeaways from
0: this month of like I don't right.
1: need alcohol to be happy. I absolutely need
0: alcohol. The takeaway to be is happy. alcohol fucking rules. Yes, and it's the best drug. Yes, alcohol is the number one drug. In fact, I take since the beginning of time. Since baby. the beginning of time. Since yeah. the
1: be- the main reason that I do Dry January, I think, is also just because I feel like. I lose the gratitude for alcohol that I should
0: have. That's a every good reason day. to do it because you got to appreciate what you got. Exactly, yes. we take alcohol for granted. It's a good friend. He's always there for us yes. to put an arm around his shoulder, mm. to pat our back, to hold our hair back over vomiting, yes. to wipe those tears away. Yeah. It's like get up there and give it another shot. Yeah, we. So I think that's the one good reason to do it to like be like, damn, without alcohol, my life sucks. Ball, oh. dude. <laughs> let me tell you how many boring. Or not my life. Life in general with an L, capital L.
1: Yes. But life specifically for me this yeah. month. How many boring ass chamomile tea fueled oh, nights no. I've had? Because oh, no, no. in the beginning I was like, I'll just do tea then. You night. can't turn up on
0: chamomile. Bro. You, you
1: need matcha to turn up. No. Chamomile, you turn down. I'm turning down on a chamomile and roy boss <laughs> at night. Like that's my you fucking- become a
0: rooibos boss.
1: Yeah. That's my guilty pleasure
0: now, or oh bitters and soda. It feels like I'm cheating. Bitters alcohol. actually has a lot of alcohol. I know. <laughs> you See, are I have it. I'm hard line. I'm like a vegan. I don't even eat fucking honey, brother. You know what I'm saying? Really? I'm, not, I'm not having bitters and soda. Wow. Really? My drink is just club soda, half ounce of lime juice, and that's what I ask for when I go out. That's wow. not bad. That's not Here's bad. the thing, and tell
1: me, you speak to this as a, as a restaurateur. I feel a level of guilt when I go out to bars or restaurants now and I'm not getting alcohol. No, now they have $15 no. non-alcoholic cocktails that you can buy, so you don't have to feel guilty, Dan. Wait, okay, <laughs> we were talking about this before because I'm not very... Adroit Is that the right use yeah, of the word? Yeah, I think so. In the non-alcoholic cocktail world. Okay. Like, I see mocktail on a menu, and I'm like, oh, it's
0: juice. Right. It's no, juice. It's, well, it's all sugar. The word yeah. mocktail is out because that's like, that's, we're leaving that in the past. That's like a virgin daiquiri. Oh, really? N- non-alcoholic cocktails are very in right now. And, you know, if you want to spend some money on it, they'll, they'll take your They're, money. They will gladly. And tell me,
1: take me through the flavor of a non-alcoholic gin.
0: Well, there's... Uh, Seedlip is the brand is that you like see them, a lot. Is the main And the thing one. about gin is, gin is like technically like flavored vodka. You, you make a grain neutral spirit and then you put in a bunch of botanicals, you know, yes. you can be up to 17 different types of shit, yeah. citrus peel, juniper berries, you know, all kinds of bark. So, you know, you can just do that to a, a neutral base that's not alcoholic. Right. So, I mean, gin's actually really easy to so is it recreate fl- flavor. Wise. But is it just flavored water then? Is it like... You know, I'm not sure. But, like, it, it has that... The one thing you need to get is, like, the viscosity. The mouthfeel, yeah. if you will. Mm. Unctuousness. I mean, yeah, the unctuousness of, like, liquor. Yeah, So, like, sea lip actually does a good job of that. If you have, like, a sea lip and soda, you're like... I'm I'm drinking gin and soda. Like I could, really, I I could fool myself. Yeah, you know you're not because it's not making you feel good. Right. But in terms of taste, and I like just having like something to do with my hand. Like I like the act of drinking. Mm. So if I'm not drinking, like I need like oh yeah, I need something in in
1: hand. We need that Pavlovian thing of like you walk into a bar or whatever or a party. If I don't, if
0: I'm not constantly putting a liquid into my mouth, (laughs) then why am I out? (laughs) Yeah, that's why I really like the new thing I've seen a lot is hoppy water. It's basically just fizzy water that's lightly flavored with hops. But the one that Lagunitas makes is in a Lagunitas beer beer bottle. So you have that cold bottle in hand. And is it non-alcoholic? It's completely non-alcoholic. No calories. It's just lightly flavored hop water. It's got that nice fizz. It's got a little bitterness from the hops. Not too bitter. It's not like IPA or anything. But like... You know, you feel like you're kinda of drinking a beer and you, you can drink a bunch of them. I'll tell you
1: this month I've done a lot of the non-alcoholic beers. I've, I've been, had a few of them. I've been yeah. trying that. What's the top of the heat? Okay, I'll tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it though. I'm not gonna open up with it. Sure. Because <laughs> you I've can't. had you can't. I, I've had I've had the Heineken, I've had the St. Pauli Girl, which is a very popular one. Same. I've had O'Dules
0: same classic classic that's the when cl- you fuck your life up yeah oh, that's meat and potatoes
1: alcohol <laughs> that, that, that is
0: yeah yeah that is red state alcoholism <laughs> <laughs> my main oh, issue duels.
1: and this is gonna it's gonna be a, gonna be a little vain issue is that they all have about the same amount of calories as a regular beer. They're se-
0: about seventy, cal- 60 yeah, 70, 70 calories, Yeah,
1: 70 70s. right. How much does a beer have? Like 100 hundred. It depends.
0: I guess, uh, on the low end, it's like you know ninety. Right. Like the higher end is like hundred and eighty.
1: Okay, like so I'm having a lot of calories in this, and and it's like sweet in general, and I'm I'm averse to sweet flavors. It's a little too sweet. Mm-hmm. Santori, oh. Santori, Ooh. Santori time. Santori makes a non-alcoholic beer that somehow, some way, has zero calories. It has zero added anything. Like there's and no it tastes like, like a beer. there's no artificial sweetener, and it tastes like like Japanese beer, like a light, wow, refreshing beer. Where itself. do you get this Great. from? I get a you case. can get it, this shit on Amazon because it's fucking non-alcoholic. But wow. it, but it blew my mind. I was like, something. This is the type of thing where like years from now they're gonna be like, oh, it's okay, like the fine. fat-free
0: yogurt in Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, it's this is not fat-free. <laughs> Something's going on right, here. Right, It's gonna have something
1: very carcinogenic
0: Yuck. in it. Centauri all-free non-alcoholic beer. Fuck! I want to try it. It's basically beer flavored Lacroix, I guess. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I mean, that's what the hoppy water is, I guess. Though so. yeah. it, it might
1: be in the same vein as yeah. that.
0: I need to try the hoppy water. It's really good.
1: Okay, where can I get that? Is, that, uh, is you can get? get it.
0: I so you can go to Lassen Supermarket in Echo Park and okay. other locations around LA. They sell a brand called Hop Water. It's stylized like W T R. Yeah. And then the Lagunitas one, I just got it at like my local beer store here. You know they call you it a need- hoppy refresher interesting and they had it at a barns at the other night actually really? I was like give me a hot you fresh it's really good huh so
1: you you know we like to talk about food trends together sure I consider myself food Thomasmus right you got your finger on the pulse I got my finger on the pulse I've predicted many things and I was right we predicted the hot sandwich the hot fried fish sandwich craze I predicted the fish fillet hipster fish fillet uh, yes. so, so we all, we're we're all big wow. it's all, this is why we get along well yeah I by the way again not to toot my own horror. I predicted shishito peppers taking over (laughs) edamame.
0: I predicted that it's, got, it's gone up like tenfold. <laughs> it's got, if Shishitos my, are like if only my stock picks. <laughs> right, exactly.
1: <laughs> I should have bought Chichido, not Padron peppers. God
0: damn it! I'm I'm very bullish on chishitos. Uh What are you bullish on now? Is there anything that
1: you guys are seeing <sighs> that you're like, ooh, ooh,
0: uh, some like Calabrian su- chilies are making a move. Calabrian chilies, Calabrian right chilies right. been huge, but that's been for about five years. Okay, now. yeah. I know. So shit that's already like might be cresting, but still has some ways to go to to be bullish on non-alcoholic cocktails, non-alcoholic wine, and obviously tin fish is really, no. but the momentum's still building for Ch- tinned fish. Chili garlic crunch. Being normalized in everything, it's on yeah. ice. cream. You're starting yeah. to put on ice cream right. now, but I feel like that, that wave seems, may be peaking.
1: That seems crazy. The ice cream is them jumping the shark. You think so? Yes, I, I would think. Try it. I think they're just trying to
0: unload a lot of fucking chili crisp. Well, sure. Am I wrong? I don't know. <laughs> we I, have too much chili crisp. <laughs> well, put it on ice cream. I would try it because I tried olive oil and sea salt on ice cream once, and yes. it yes. was like so good. It's yeah, amazing. That yeah. great. But yeah. that's. But look, I like olive oil cake. I,
1: olive that's oil true. to me actually is maybe this is my age, but olive oil, I prefer olive oil based pastries to butter based pastries. Cause it has a oh. savoriness to it. Okay.
0: But like, I can fucking fuck with that.
1: chilies and garlic on my ice cream. now. I no. would try. <laughs>
0: that trend, I feel like that trend may be peaking. Tin fish, I still like feel has some life in it. I don't it. think tin fish is ever gonna be, just get, okay. get like normalized. So listeners, tin it's fish. It's already normalized. No, 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 no like on like, you don't get it on every menu. Well, there's Cheeto peppers every fucking menu. Okay. Brussels sprouts every, every menu. fucking oh, you're menu. Right. You're right. By the way, I
1: went to Pizzana the other day. Shout out to friend of the of yeah. the pod, Daniel Uditi. I mean, that's a good pie right there. Yes, it's a great pie. He has a Brussels sprout appetizer though, and I was ex- I was on a date, and the girl really wanted Brussels sprouts. I was like, all right, let's get, you know, can we? To you're find allowed. Better, you're baby? allowed to make one, t-
0: yeah, yeah, independent choice. You can pick one thing, but the lady's thing. gonna have a water to start. <laughs> <laughs> the if I'm gonna, not drinking, she's not drinking. Yeah.
1: So she wanted Brussels sprouts, so we ordered the Brussels sprouts, and it was a, uh, it was like a raw Brussels sprout shaved okay. salad. You see that a
0: lot. I don't,
1: I don't. I think a Brussels sprout needs some cookery to it.
0: I don't, it it's very it, fibrous. If, if it's if it's a salad it needs a lot of liquid like seasoning. Yes. To like kind of, to, to really make to it work. it. Almost
1: like a slaw. A brussel sprout it.
0: slaw works I've had like, good works slaw, really but if I'm getting it at a restaurant, I want like, it to be the super crispy ones, because you can't really make those at home unless you have like a I salad man. Or, 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 like, oh, yeah. or just roast, yeah, just like really roasted. But, like really, really crispy. Or just yeah. the leaves deep fried. Or the deep fried. Press the oil oh, out of them. brussels are so good. Sluffle. I'm glad they're on every menu. Yeah. That has that actually seen a downtick in being made. And you know what? Because cleaning an entire case of brussel sprouts the the leaves is a fucking nightmare. The Brussels waves may have crested, but they're still pretty ubiquitous. I think
1: it's going the way of the goat cheese beet salad. Sure. Where... Sure. You- Goat cheese and beets is a fun combination, but you gave it to us too yeah, much. Yeah. You gave too
0: much to us, and now when you can get it on like the Cheesecake Factory yeah. menu, it's yes. definitely, it it's time to go somewhere else. Saturation point and you have to move on. I'm all about manchego cheese on a fucking, just shaved manchego cheese or like big slivers of manchego cheese in a salad. Yeah. Delicious. So, I. so yes. I. I just want more manchego Especially in Especially in a Brussels sprout salad. I've had a shaved sure. Brussels sprout salad with like big slices of manchego. That fucking works. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So tin fish, speaking of Manchego and tinned fish, it's the Spanish, the Spanish seem to be the mm-hmm. innovators, right? Of yeah, tinning fish. Definitely. There they have like tin, they had like, you know, tin uh Squid. basically they, they take their best yeah. seafood and they, tin it. and they tin that shit. Right. We probably we take our worst and we tin it.
0: Yeah, I think that's why it's taken so long for this type of like European attitude about tin to anything to catch on. Cause in the American mainstream consumer mind, it's like, Wow, tin sardines! You get that at the grocery store. Yeah. Those aren't good, but in you, those, Spain, are, those like, are provisions you're for you're the like, end of days. These are the best sardines we have. Like conserve them because you know in Spain they're called conservas because it's a history of actually conserving the food to eat down the line, pre-refrigeration, pre-industrialization, all that.
1: By the way, Carl's reading off of Wikipedia, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he has those little
0: reading glasses at the, and the crest of his nose, of like Spain. a Chuck Schumer. <laughs> the GDP of Spain. In conclusion, Spain is a land of contrast. No. <laughs> I, I think it's like the more people realize how high quality the seafood is, yeah. the more you win over people who are like, tin of fish, what? Why am I paying this much? And then you're like, oh, it's fucking great. That's yeah.
1: why. It's so delicious. Yeah,
0: And and now there's a brand, you know, this shit's a lot more available in the States now. There's this brand, Guayu Omar, where it's cooked uh, like grilled fish. So they, it's all about, everything's cooked over charcoal mm-hmm. and then like immediately canned with sauce. Mm. So it's almost like, you know, you're eating like uh, fucking like straight off the grill because the freshness has been sealed in. Smoking has been sealed in. Interesting. Yeah. Fun. And they're fucking expensive, but it's like, it's, it's fucking good. Patagonia just got in the tin fish game. Oh,
1: yeah. Big time. I'm seeing them Instagram ad me a they're lot. They're
0: fucking <laughs> delicious. Yeah. They're like, they're like, Dan, come on, give us a shout out, please. We need it. We need the PR. I will be sponsored by Patagonia Fish or Jackets at any time. Is I'm it the for- same company as? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So they launched a whole line It's called home. diversifying their portfolio, yeah, yeah. brother.
1: <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, people are people are warm. global warming. They don't need jackets There's anymore. also a Patagonia
0: bit, a coin now,
1: too, yeah. that you can buy. They <laughs>
0: right. have a bunch of NFTs. It's right. all available. I spent all my money on Patagonia coin. Yeah. God damn it, it's crashing. They're just
1: doing a bunch of coke and trying to diversify
0: <laughs> their portfolio. <laughs> so Patagonia Provisions is like, it's not just tin fish. They make, like, backpacking meals. Right. They make, they have, like, a really nice smoked fish yeah. that's, like, easy to carry into the wilderness because it's all wrapped up in cooked. But then, yeah, now their whole tin seafood line is great. They got a lemon caper mackerel that's great. They got these mussels with sofrito. They got the classic sardines. I mean, I'm, I'm all about it. My prediction is, I think yakitori is making a big push. Yes. I think we're going to see yakitori
1: meat. restaurants everywhere. I think it's going to start chains. There's, There's no chain be. of yakitori yeah. restaurants. Yet. Also, hand rolls. Ooh.
0: Hand rolls oh. have already started. There should be though. a hand roll bar on every corner. That's yeah. already getting pretty saturated. Yeah. You're I would say that the sugarfish
1: kids really know how to start a trend. Yeah, that's it, definitely true. But yes, okay, so yakitori, I think, is going to be everywhere, as it should. As it should. I think so. I mean, I'm a huge. Every a huge culture fan. has a meat on a stick. For those of you who don't know what yakitori is, it is. It is basically Japanese kebabs. It's like, yeah. thi- but like small kebabs. Yeah. So you can have a lot of different flavors, and they really. The, the chicken gets fucked, man. Yeah. They go for every little part right. of the chicken, including the joints of the chicken. They have some skewers, yeah. especially in like the more authentic places. They'll have like soft knee bone, is what it's called. That's when you know you're
0: at a fucking good yakitori <laughs> Give me spot. that spot. knee bone, baby. Can like, oh, uh, can I get some knee bone? You want a uh, softer heart. That's when you know you're at the good place. I remember seeing Soft
1: Nebo at a a place and I didn't know what it was and I ordered it and I was like, oh, this is that part of the chicken that you spit out. The Japanese take it, put it on yeah. a skewer. They're not wasting anything. I, like
0: you are going to eat this. I've I've no developed a,
1: I'll, I've developed a taste for it though. And the sternum too. They do the sternum, okay. the chicken sternum. I right will say
0: Yakitori introduced me to eating chicken oysters, which are yeah. these two little p- yeah lo- lobes of meat on the back of the chicken great. somewhere. There's only so two fun. on each chicken. So fun. They're like my favorite bite of meat.
1: It's like so good. The most delectable little round yeah. nugget
0: and hearts. When are you eating heart off a of fucking skewer? I mean, right. That, that just feels good. I do love chicken. That's some Kalimash shit. Yeah. shit. That is some cali- yeah. shit. <laughs> hearts are delicious. Chicken heart. Actually, any animal heart is delicious. It's and just muscle. It's
1: muscle. Yeah. And when I'm introduced, we were talking about game cookery on your podcast sure. before. But when I'm introducing people to, ge- to game meats, wild game meats, game hearts, Ooh. that will make a, elk a heart. Melt lover- heart is Ooh. unbelievable. Venison heart. You open it like a book, you cut the. Ventricles, yeah, open it like a book, cut out the uh, vasculature, uh huh. And you cook that baby rare, oh my god, chimichurri sliced thin. Sounds great, holy shit! Yeah, let's
0: do it. Yeah, hearts are just muscle and and meat is muscle, so it's like hearts just meat. That's just me, baby.
1: It's just me, baby. So, what have you eaten lately that you're just like? Why didn't I think of that, Joel? I'm gonna ask you because you're the chef.
0: Why why didn't I think of that? Yes.
1: Cause like I feel like you know when you we go see comics and and they do a bit, Yeah,
0: and you're like, God, I should've written it. that joke.
1: The worst is when you come up with a bit and you try to write it and it just doesn't work, but someone takes the same concept right. and
0: figures Something out. Something that way. you couldn't make work yeah. and then someone nails it and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. I mean, I've gone out to like, you know, I've gone out to a bunch of restaurants lately. And there's nothing where I'm like everything's like yeah, This is this is good. I haven't actually been blown away by You're anything. You're just dead and inside. And man. I am just. I you've am. You've had it yes, all. Not, you've seen it all. Like, I will say, I'm like, a husk of a it's man. It's 1918.
1: You've come yeah. back from the front line. From the front line. Just dead, soaking dead soaking stare. Thousands of yards. Just being like, we lost a lot of good entrees <laughs> out
0: there. <laughs> No, I mean, like, no, no, Joel, what Joel and I recently went to Here's Looking at You, which reopened in Koreatown. Yes. I mean, I'd and like to see more frog legs on the menu. They yeah, have, <laughs> they have a great frog legs, but there's a simple dish that's just, it's tomatoes, and then it has this crumpled Chinese sausage. Like, I would like to see more yeah. tomato, just full tomato-based dishes. With the chang on that's top. it, just, like, nice, thick, to, like, big tomato. Like, yeah. tomatoes, like, tomatoes are, like, like there's a good season for them, right? Yes. Um, and everyone does, like a, to, like, a tomato dish, and it's usually just celebrating the tomatoes. It's like, you know, salt and, like, you know, whatever. Whipped, it should be. Whipped fucking like tofu or whatever. It's so fucking delicious.
1: You've reminded me of one of my favorite restaurants in the world that I don't understand why this concept hasn't come to America, and I think it should. But in San Sebastian, there is a restaurant called Bar Nestor. Okay. N-E-S-T-O-R. Look it up, guys. It is a Spanish steakhouse, let's call it. But it's in a tiny like 300 square foot Dark, ma- like wood bar. Like, it you, looks like this. Steak. Sounds like my favorite place in the world. And bar. it's yeah. like, it's been there for years, and you can either be standing up or sitting at the bar. There's like a couple, maybe little chairs. There's only three things on the menu. There is uh, the steak, which the fat on it is yellow. Yes. And oh, yes. Like, is that a dairy cow?
0: Yeah, so. exactly. It's like an old ass, mm. like, an dairy ass cow, ass. Like smoking beef. cigarettes it's like, out. <laughs> it's been milked so much. <laughs> I don't even feel it when he touches down there anymore. <laughs> no I've gone numb. feeling. <laughs>
1: This is the udders are dragging on the <laughs> ground. So three things are the, ye- the yellow steak, the uh, tomatoes, just like fucking yeah. chopped up big, Ooh. beautiful tomatoes yeah. well, more with tomatoes. salt, and, a, and like a tortilla española, That's so like fun. eggs.
0: This, Those is, are my, the my, only this is my things. favorite restaurant. Yeah, there. I want
1: all of that. And I it's so delicious and good. it's not expensive. There's always a line outside, yeah. but people are just like going there and eating. it. A- Why can't you have an amazing, aged, beautiful steak without having to go through the pomp and circumstance, yeah. which I love sure. of a steakhouse, but it's it, it's nice to have the option of like, I just wanna go.
0: I wanna stand at a bar and eat a steak. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck yeah no, yeah. It's uh, a very interesting I, concept. I, would, I mean, that, that type of restaurant is like, that's my absolute favorite kind, where it's like casual, but the foods just like blow you away. Yeah. And, and obviously Spain really specializes in
1: that. They really do. The first non-alcoholic beer emerged in the U.S. in 1919, and if that year sounds familiar, maybe prohibition rings a bell. While alcoholic beverages were outlawed, the government decided the cutoff for drinks was 0.5% alcohol by volume or less. And this dividing line still exists today. For a drink to be sold as non-alcoholic, it needs to be less than 0.5% ABV. Interestingly, or actually, I guess, not interesting at all. During Prohibition, people started to develop a taste for non-alcoholic beer. And when Prohibition ended over 10 years later, some preferred their beer to taste like the non-alcoholic option. And so, the beer brands continued to make this more mild version. But just because it's non-alcoholic doesn't mean you won't get drunk. For every 10 non-alcoholic beers, it's like drinking one regular beer. So if you're determined, and you have an entire kick to yourself, you can still kinda sorta get wasted. Okay, I'm gonna get to the questions that I ask every guest at the end of the show. Um, The gauntlet! The gauntlet! It's three inches, but it's
0: thick. (laughs) OK, <laughs> well, I guess we're, do- He's talking, Thank- about, we're uh, talking about the, sausage, ideal the venison, the venison oh, sausage. Oh, right. The,
1: the backstrap. What right, <laughs> right. are you
0: talking about?
1: <laughs> OK, I'm going to throw these questions out. If you guys have one, great. If not, there's two of you. So one of you can take it if you want. We'll or Both you, of you man. can take it. Sure. Whatever you guys want. But what is your earliest food memory? Who wants to take it first? Carl, Joel.
0: My earliest—that's oh, Carl. Carl's taking I, it. I, I, hi,
1: hi, it's Carl. Uh, Carl. Uh, Say uh, your manage name, manage Carl. I'll field this one. Name? <laughs> you, you got a slate before every question. Hi, name. Carl Hess. Heart, height? I'm five ten and a half. And I live wh- in Los where Angeles. From. Okay, good.
0: I was a really picky eater as a kid, but the first thing I really fucking loved was a plain bagel, cut in half with a. Uh, American cheese craft American cheese Slice on each one Mm -hmm. And I would like Put it in the toaster And crank the toaster Until the edges Got like real browned up The edges of the cheese Mm. And it would like be like Dripping And like my mom would be like Why is there so much cheese In the toaster I'm like I don't know And then I'd have those Like super toasted With the brown cheese And that was like My number one meal For years Let me tell you something First of all We
1: were talking about Last night I had raclette And some of the people Who came over Had never had raclette before Which raclette is basically Savages Yeah I know it's a Swiss, really salty, funky cheese that you put over potatoes with a lot of salt and pepper. It sounds very bland, but it comes together. It's and so it is good. delicious. But they were asking like, what are some other uses for this cheese? And actually in Switzerland, what they do is they take the raclette cheese the next day, put it on a baguette, melt it exactly the Oof. way you did as a child. There you go. And it is so delicious. I was and ahead of the game. It's like, a, you, were ahead of, you, were, you were foodstradamus. Mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. calling the food trend. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, raclette I think might make a move. Maybe not in LA because it's a cold weather food, but I'm seeing it on a lot more. Right, I am seeing. It's been around for a few years now. I'm seeing
0: like the premium dining experience offer, where it's like they just give you like potatoes a steak and then a guy comes and over comes and them, just racklets yeah. fucking everything on the table I that sounds great to me that, Rack, that's great okay. yes. yeah I need me more melted we'll cheese on top of starch we please. should start
1: the restaurant we'll call it Raclette city bitch yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and uh, anyway that might be a good update of that it yeah. sounds
1: like a more adult version
0: yeah we get one of these fancy Montreal wood-fired bagels that everyone's paying $17 for yeah we put a premium Swiss cheese on it yeah that's a $25 bagel right there oh, I love that uh, that's uh, that's, uh, that's no, food cost baby <laughs> what about yours, Jill? Um, so I think, it, I would have to say it's probably, uh, you know, we're Jewish, so we celebrated um, Shabbat every week. We would get a challah every week, and I would, I, I like, I remember just Going in to the hala and like breaking open one side of it and then just like reaching my hand inside the (laughs) middle and pulling out like the guts. Kalima Uh, style. Um, Yeah, dude. Because like I was not a, like most kids are, you know, no crust. You know, you don't want the crust. I now, I love it. I love the outside. I could crush an entire holla on my own very, very easily. But I would, I just remember being like young and just like, you know, watching watching, like whatever on TV, walking in and opening up the bag from Delicious Bakery. Yeah. And, just pulling Ooh. out this like bright yellow, mm. delicious, sweet, savory just bread. A, a fistful of sunshine. Yeah. yeah. And 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 then like, yeah. you know, going to like services and then you know, would go like after service, they would have a challah there as well, and just doing the same thing, but at temple, like a fucking savage. So I I remember that very, very well. I did that until I was, you know, in my teens. Yeah. Yeah. Hala is very hard to hate. It's very I feel good. Like it's,
1: it's so delicious. And also, coming from an Ashkenazi Jew- Jewish food culture, which are not known for their food. The food is fucking. I'm, I always say I'm very anti Semitic when it comes to Ashkenazi Oh,
0: so food. am I. Oh, 100%. fish, Kugel? No, I don't want that. But
1: Challah, they've mm. nailed it. It's yeah. so amazing. It's really, really and good. That should be top the diplomacy, top man. Like yeah. e- Richard Spencer, if he had a bite of right. Challah, he was
0: just like, these Jews are doing it. And is he like, hey, have you had a Challah? And he's like, I don't trust them. You just shove it into his mouth as he's talking. <laughs> he's like, oh my nope, God. Yeah. Oh my God. What? A Jew made this? <laughs> <laughs> I really really God. Did some filthy <laughs> Jew rat make this, this shit? Oh my God. What if he
1: has it and then has like that Ratatouille moment like at the end and it's like he goes back and he realizes his grandmother was, was Jewish. Jewish. And like gave <laughs> right. him that as a child. Holla can,
0: Holla can build bridges. Okay,
1: speaking of taking bridges down, you and I, Carl Hess, we have sparred many a times on the natural wine movement. Sure. Uh, we get into it. Sure. Let's say, one time we get into it, you can't take it anymore. You break the bottle, you stab me, you kill me. Okay. You're on death row. Okay. What is your death row meal?
0: That was a real long winded way <sighs> of getting like to though. What
1: is your death row meal? <laughs>
0: Well, first of all, I want to say that I'm in there and I'm feeling really bad, Dan. Wow. In the heat of the moment, I was like, Dan needs to die. But now that I've had some time to reflect, I've been doing push-ups. I've, he's, I, I, he's writing me letters. I, yeah. I, I converted. Dear Joel, the nights in the cell <laughs> yeah. are long and hard. How I yearn for a warm yeah, exactly. ba- a warm base. I'm getting real ripped. I've, I converted to Islam. You know, I've <laughs> turned my life around. So I just want you to know I'm sorry I killed you. I appreciate that. Uh, I I, I'm regretting it. But, you know, I, I have sent sentenced to die. What's done yeah. is done.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like
1: no appeals in this for a, fucking-
0: for a last meal, you want something that's like as like visceral and pleasure giving as you possibly can because this is your last experience yes. before you walk down the hall and die. Yeah. So I think just like a perfect ribeye drowned in butter mm-hmm. and a fucking bottle of wine, mm. in terms of just like raw, visceral pleasure, would probably be towards the top of my list. The
1: steak... Well, okay, actually, Joel, I'm going to ask you before I tell you what the stats are. Steak about a oh, wine has got to, last to be last, Oh, yeah. You, I'm going to give you oh, a scenario. I can okay. give you a scenario. Yeah, I, who do I murder? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, honey. Who do you murder? Okay, you're a child and you fucking stick your hand mm-hmm. into yes. the challah. The rabbi
0: smacks you with the Torah. Yeah,
1: the rabbi smacks you with the Torah. You grab the Torah from That's a you. bad rabbi, by you the way. You grab <laughs> the Torah.
0: You break the Torah
1: and have a turn into Torah gah, ninja. Gah. And you <laughs> fucking... Yeah, in a in a right.
0: whack in a weird right. Quentin Tarantino. And he was you by the was an Talbot, old rabbi. Maybe. It didn't take a lot to kill this yeah. guy. Right. So
1: I killed my rabbi. Yeah, you well, actually, rabbi. You, just you breaking the Torah on your knee gave him a heart attack mm. and he died. Okay, okay. Right. so he's dead. You're I'm, still on de- I'm on. death row. You're still trail. on death row.
0: This is a jail in Israel. They take that very. I, I think, on it, I think I would want. I would want it in courses. So I would want a. There's I, no courses. No, 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 uh, no there no, is. There is. This is my last meal. Okay, I get it all at once, but I eat it in courses. who cares? No I'm dying um a, a, a big ass Caesar salad get uh put like fresh anchovies on it big croutons i would want that first tons mm. of parmesan cheese yeah um then i would want a porterhouse <laughs> for 2 for 1 yeah uh, a, a porterhouse a uh a big ass baked potato just just sort of that visceral kind of just sure. like i want like a big ass potato i want it all just i want it now like yeah. everything but but uh but sour cream on it and then just a uh, a ice cream cone of butter pecan ice cream. Why wouldn't you want the sour cream on the potato? I don't like sour cream. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I just want, I, I just put want like this man to know what I, what, I, what I want is I just want like a bunch of butter piped in. Yes. I just want a fuckload of butter, yeah. chives, bacon, mm. done. That's wow, that's it. Got it. Big ass steak and then butter pecan ice cream to stop, and uh, and a fucking few bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, I will. Yeah, what's the limit? Can I get like how many martinis? Too late. You already made your bed. Can Can I get a barman in the cell, please? By the way, you were you were literally
1: the prison warden there. After Joel was like, well, I, I'd like a couple right. courses. You're like,
0: there's no course in, in this prison. We're, We're not in the lever in 10 minutes. You better eat up.
1: <laughs> not the my The governor's not calling. Not of my prison. <laughs> well, it, what's interesting is that you both
0: uh, requested steaks, which seems to be the most requested death I mean, row meal. It's hard to beat a I steak. Th- actually think I've looked into this, and lots of times death row meals involve fast food. Oh, okay. Because they don't, because it's uh, yeah. because, first of all, most of the people on death row are poor and white, and they mm-hmm. really want like they. I, I've seen like it's like uh, two bacon cheeseburgers or a whole pizza, hut. it's like very specific, too. It's right. Like, right. I want a whole Pizza Hut pizza, and like, prison ribs food is this so bad that just the idea of getting fast food must is, be like is unbelievable orgasm inducing. Yeah. If you've been in prison for years, like you're like a, a fucking quarter pounder there, would be like the best thing I've ever yeah. fucking ate. I forget body. who the person was on death row, but he requested like a single bean. And that was his. That was his like. I kind of like that you know? as like an artistic steak. No, and he, <laughs> no, and like he, and he, no, and he didn't eat it. I uh, see. I like wow. that. Somebody also went on the other side of the shit. spectrum yeah. and ordered a ton of stuff, like ten of these for like pizzas, and didn't eat any of it either, just mm. because he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna waste their money." Yeah. Can I have one large birthday cake with a saw in it, please? <laughs> you said you anything? To give it to you me. said anything? It's in the
1: law. <laughs> but the interesting thing about the steaks that you guys requested, one of you requested a ribeye. And the other requested a porterhouse, which is basically filet and New York strip, right? Yeah. So, those are the three main steakhouse cuts sure. of steaks. I'm gonna go on record, and I think I've gone on record saying that I don't love New York strip. I don't like the ratio, it's a little too tough to fat, it's a little too lean. You gotta okay. cook it right, baby.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. But so
1: on the Porterhouse, you also get that fillet. So you get a little you do bit. Get of that each. you get that fillet? A little bit of each. I will say this though, and this is going to sound extremely pretentious, but I feel like when it comes to because I'm a ribeye guy. Sure. But when it comes to like a five wagyu stuff, that's true. The ribeye is a little too rich, and the New York Strip is a perfect it's cut. Per- uh, yeah,
0: it's great. Yeah, I like me in New York Strip. But yeah. also, I'm like not. I love all of it. By the way, yeah. I mean ha- hanger steak's great. Has its has its. Oh, you best. Know, you know, uh, flat iron steak has its has its moments. Sure, it has I mean, charms. Skirt steak, yeah. of course, yes. like is fucking. No delicious. one's ordering a skirt steak but, for uh, their last meal. Though. But that, yeah. yeah, but no one's ordering it. <laughs> I want the I want the big fucking, Like I want that yeah. forty. The I'm show's like, about to Give stop. me forty-eight ounces of this shit. Cook it medium, <laughs> r- medium rare, yeah. and I just want I want every tr- I want a trio of sauces. Yeah, Bernays. Give me a poiv. You know, mm. I'm gonna eat so much I'm gonna hurt myself, but it's not gonna matter because I'm going to be dead. Yes, yeah. I think Bernays needs to have more of. My oh my god, I'm so full <laughs> I could die. <laughs> yeah, you're cracking jokes. <laughs> I know. I would be cracking wise. I, I would be sitting in the chair, and it's been like, well, the accommodations here are great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Died my electric chair, too. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should have got more See, I, do, I would want to do the electric chair, because I would want to see if like anyone could see my skeleton through my body. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. Right. I imagine that that's the case. Tell me if too. you can see my skeleton yeah. while, while it's happening. Yeah. yell it out quickly. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, skeleton, yeah, skeleton, skeleton. We see it. We see it. No, yeah, cool. Do you think Everyone's he just, like, actually witnessing an execution, and they're all just like, oh, God, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't funny at all. It's not like the Maybe cartoons. Maybe it would be worth eating, like, a lot of stinky cheese so when they fucking electrified your body, yeah. just, like, the cheese... You t- <laughs> uh, the cheese Aromas go everywhere, and it's like, that's your problem now, motherfuckers. I'm out. I mean, it'll smell like Reclad. It'll be, Mm -hmm, that's true. It'll be nice. You need to eat like two pounds of Stilton. That probably would be very pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing this (laughs) on fight Give me two pounds of Gorgonzola (laughs) now. (laughs) Melt it down. Fucking hook it into my dick hole. I don't give a shit. What is the best
1: high-end meal that
0: you've ever had?
1: Alinea. Well, you have to define high Alinea. Are we talking Michelin
0: stars restaurants? Are we talking price?
1: I will I will tell you, uh, we are talking a... It, it is a crazy tasting menu-ish type situation, like an Alinea,
0: which, Joel... It was Alinea. Okay. It was Alinea. Which I, I went into being a hater. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I left being like... Yeah, this is like really? worth it. Yeah, 100%. Because I go into most tasting menus now being a hater. I'm, I go into, first of all, I go into everything being a hater. Honestly, jury was out on you when I met you. I was just like, I'm not going to like this guy. Look at this dumb jacket. <laughs> He's wearing a normal denim jacket, yeah, which, which I hate. Wait, and <laughs> you <laughs> have a denim jacket. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Wait, Where? You Hold have on. a black denim jacket. Yeah. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. That's. So false. I'll we are on a tangent. which <laughs> I DJ. will stay in the tangent
1: because this is a fucking great. It is Den a great bracket. jacket.
0: And two, this, this is the second time we've met. Yeah. We've met before. Yeah, I, I don't remember. It's a normal. <laughs> ass you know You know what? You know what that means? You made no impression on me whatsoever. I was dude. on
1: your podcast. Yeah. What is happening
0: here? I was like, it's look a, at this guy I knew from Hebrew school or something like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's, it's a good jacket. Let me let me say. As no, a it's, ma- a, it's a nice jacket. As a man you, a who wears a lot of denim, I would wear this jacket. It's very nice. So linear for you, linear for me. And don't I, take fashion advice from Joel at any job. And I, in and your I life. did. And I did going into it, being a complete hater. I was like, I, I went with somebody because they wanted to go, right. and it was like, I'm, I was like, nah, I'd rather go like anywhere else. And uh, I left. I'm mean, out of the you know four hour meal that I had, and you know the twenty something courses that we had. There were like two things I was like, I don't like this, but everything else I was like, this is really really good. Wow. And. This, and like the service was really like it wasn't like overly stuffy it was like the right amount of like they're having a good time but they're like being really serious about what they're doing it was a perfect flow i know i ate a lot i didn't feel too full and i left being like i would do that again i would spend the money and it was a, it was not a small amount of no. money you know per person
1: alinea has one of the most interesting things dishes that i've ever seen ever i've never eaten there but they have a google it at home the alinea pumpkin pie mm which they oh, is that the clear one? Yeah, it's oh, clear. I always wanted
0: to eat a clear pumpkin pie. So wacky. Yeah. I mean, we had, you know, oh, the, we had a they so they did um a clear chocolate ice cream as one of the desserts and it was like served in like um in um like ice like carved ice so like mm. everything looked like that's cool thing. Wow. And, wow. Yeah, it was like going to like Superman's fortress of yeah, Solitaire, you know? What I mean, it wow. was and and like, you know, you ate this like clear ice cream and it was like it was like, more like granita mm. and you ate it and you're like this tastes like almost like chocolate pudding. You know what I mean? Which was, and like, you know, it melted and like super well. I had the balloon, you know, it was like green apple, like uh, sugar that they puff up with like, you know, like a basically like a sour patch, like straw at the bottom. Um, That was really good. I mean, everything was really good. I mean, I was, I, I left and I was, like I said, I was like, this is, Totally fucking amazing. That's oh, tough wow. to do with
1: these fine dining. Places. It really, it really
0: is because I've been to like places like Providence, and I'm like, I don't like this at yeah. all. I don't like this. This is terrible. I want to leave. I want to go anywhere yeah. else, please. Um,
1: Providence, sponsor of the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, whatever. I don't care. I didn't like it. Yeah. Fucking do better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was expensive. Yeah, I expected more.
1: There's nothing worse than sitting through a fucking
0: four-hour tasting menu yeah. when you're like. That's why I don't really more. go to restaurants like this. Uh, the but w- what what is, is there? One that sticks out? For yeah, you? I mean, I went to Alchemist when mm-hmm. I was in Copenhagen. It had just. Kind of opened, so I didn't know much about it. You know, it's like over forty courses. It's there's, weird, whimsical, crazy. Yeah, there's fun. five different rooms. There's, uh, you know, you're walking through hallways. Like you, you know, you walk in through like a ten foot high carved door that opens on its own. There's like yeah. chanting. A woman gives you a ticket, then you eat your ticket. Oh, I, uh, love <laughs> I love it. I mean, it. the main dining Charlie, room. Charlie, welcome to my factory. Eat your fucking ticket. Yeah, it's like the main dining room is a huge laser dome. So sometimes it's the Northern Lights, sometimes you're in the middle of the jungle, you're in a forest. Sometimes it's just Tiesto and it's just like, fuck it. Sometimes the rave (laughs) just goes off and David Guetta's there for some reason. (laughs) I think it's just Guetta. Yeah, okay. Um, I like Guetta, it sounds more, David. know. I'm talking about a different guy. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. this is, it's like um, G-W-G-T-A. It's like that that other Gallagher, you know what I mean? (laughs) Gallagher 2. Gallagher 2. David Guetta 2 is there spinning. No, it's it's insane, (laughs) like, obviously, you know, it actually sucked because we wanted to go to Noma really bad. Of course, you're in Copenhagen, and you know it's very booked up. I want to go to fucking Noma. I don't want to, to go to like, Noma. This
1: is an ant on a tweezer.
0: Well, here you will close you, your eyes. You know, and- what the thing that I really liked was I like how René every sounds like Hitler in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> ant has been <laughs> dealt with. We have taken the ant, and we have found this final solution to ants. This is your final dessert. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cool thing about Copenhagen was all these guys who have worked at Noma then you know they go on to open their own thing and a lot of those places are more like relaxed bistros that have good wine and yeah. really good food but are like very casual so yeah. i like those types of places yeah i went to a couple of those spots where i was like this is my ideal restaurant the right food's awesome the wine list you know it's like all natural wine shit you want to drink and then like it's just like super casual and cool I feel like that might be one of it's my It's not favorites. rarefied, you know? That
1: might be one of my favorite types of restaurant yeah. is the guy who comes from the fine dining yes. background and oh, yeah. opens his fucking- The
0: bistronomy type yeah, thing. he just opens like, like a taco shop. They're like, look at the technique that wouldn't do something that like a lot of people are doing. This is just better. Yeah. And your yeah. wine list is really good. Yeah. yeah. But Alchemist was like insane. I mean, the o- only meal that I've, I've ever had that's like that. It took a long time. It wasn't like anything was bad. There was a lot of molecular gastronomy type shit, a lot of foams. Which it was like, fun. this is an Iberico on a cracker that's also made of a Iberico. And right. you're like, well, this is delicious. <laughs> it's fucking, you know, like, you know, the best Iberian hand you could ever have. So yeah. it's like,
1: everything was caviar good. on
0: an oyster. Yeah, a lot of caviar yeah. shit. Yeah. That's great. A lot of fancy little bites. I mean, there was weird shit. Like uh, there was a mold of the chef's tongue. And so you served a plastic tongue and you have to lick off the tongue. Uh, there's a there's a swa like Vincent that's like Gallo kind a mold of, of his head, so they put the head down and then they lift his scalp off and then, and where the brain would be is squad. Wow. The, so it's very presentational. It was very like I'm cool trying to be that, whimsical, though. interact. It was cool. It. I mean I'm cool with that to an extent. I'm well here's, there's, there's, there's a point where you're just like, yes. why? There is
1: hundred <laughs> percent. But I do feel like if I'm ever doing a crazy tasting menu, I'd rather it's a little more molecular, a little more interesting, like a yeah. than just like like I've been to per se. And you know, it's like it's great just like a little food, bite. but it's like it's really nice good. But like, it's the same type of food
0: that you can get yeah. in an awesome. Yeah, more that doesn't really place. appeal to me. Uh, super. Like, I went to a in Mexico City, which is like, like pretty fancy, and I found like those elements of the meal are like I, I don't really care like. The waiter's like bringing it over and like putting it down exactly at the same time. Oh, I'm into and it. It's like yeah. I don't I don't, like, damn, I, wanna, yeah. I don't need that. I want I don't need that. I want to know that someone was beaten <laughs> yeah. to fucking get someone, that yeah, to get that service. Someone so, got trained no. <laughs> real hard. I care about the food first. I'd rather be in these environments all the cool restaurants are just like cranking 90s hip hop. I'd much rather prefer yeah. that than like a fucking string quartet or in like I don't well, know well uh, again that first, I like the string quartet in first, certain, certain situations first
1: right? chef who ever did that in America I think was Mario Batali at Babbo again he is guys he's
0: misunderstood uh, <laughs> give we, a, go. we all agree on this right <laughs> give Mario another chance right. this podcast is sponsored by Edom. <laughs> What about a best low-end meal that you've ever had? This can be a street taco. This can be anything. uh... I think probably Mexico City or Vietnam would probably take the top spot for best street food for me. Because Mexico City, street food's so prevalent that, like, you could eat nothing but street food and can have some of the best meals of your life. Vietnam, I was there in, like, 2006, and, like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know much about food. No one spoke English. I was just, like, getting... And also, like the banh mis that you get there on the street were like mind blowingly good. Really? Yeah, yeah. they're fantastic. Wow. So I was like, I was, I mean, I just come from Thailand, but I like the food in Vietnam even better. Really? Yeah. I was like blown away. Interesting. Yeah. When I was in Bali, when, yeah. when I was in Bali, there was this, it was like street food. It's, it was this place called Naughty Nuris and it's just pork and it's mostly just like ribs and shit and it was just fucking amazing like their barbecue sauces were mm. so good they have fun
1: they, yeah the indonesian pork like, is yeah. always like it's like it's, candy it's, it's like a lot of yeah. sugar yeah and, it's and like it is but like a lot of spice too
0: yeah like their flavor profile is like sweet it's like you know sweet and um, sweet and spicy you know yeah. it's sticky um, that that was that was like really good. And in LA, there's this place called Biryani Kebab House. I can't shout it out enough. That place fucking rips. Dude. Really? That's yeah, just a Regular it's, restaurant though. No, it's not a regular. It's just a sh- little kebab house. It's like where is this? There's there's two there's now. Two locations. There's yeah. there's one there's one like by where my my house is, so it's very convenient. And then there's one downtown. Wow, and it's just like biryani, man. It's great.
1: Give us your home address so that people know where it's six
0: six six. Go fuck your mother, Lane. <laughs> it's a strange street. It's thing. a weird street, but your but mom <laughs> gets laid, so whatever. You see a Welsh name. <Damn. laughs> interesting.
1: Because, do you guys do you guys have a favorite drunk food? A go-to?
0: Um, since I've you know I've lived in LA like half my life now, and I think the answer to that would be tacos. Yes, tacos. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of my twenties was spent going out in Echo Park, and obviously the taco truck was a you would a just staple. you would just go there at the end of the night. It's like what you did. Yeah. So good Al Pastor taco at the end of a night of drinking with friends is like obviously a fucking you can't beat it. Al Pastor Spanish for to the pastor. Mm-hmm. It's shepherd's. Town. I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> it's know what it's what shepherd's it town. <laughs> yeah, Al pastor yeah. is the shepherd. Right. It was brought over by Lebanese immigrants to Mexico. Yeah, I, I would say a ta- the taco would be like the go-to. Yeah. If you're if you're out drinking yeah. or a, like uh, or pizza like late night drunk pizzas just is great. Interesting, Ta- Taco Bell gets a lot of shout outs as the best drunk food. that's well, because you have to be drunk to go there. I mean, fast food, I kind of just like, is the ultimate yeah. like drunk food. I used to go, right. this was pre-Uber, I'd be taking a cab home and I'd be like, go into the Jack in the Box drive-through. And he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, I'll buy you something. And he'd be like, All right. He's like, Man, <laughs> all right. He gets the lobster. It's the most expensive waiting, thing on the menu. You're waiting in a cab at the Jack in the Box guy theater. And you're just like, I fucked up. And you're like, I shouldn't have done I'm, this. I'm really bottoming out right now, but I kept <laughs> doing it. Uh,
1: this is interesting because you guys have very diverse, diversified palate portfolios. Mm, sure. Yeah. Is there a food that you can't stand
0: eating? Joel's got a lot of them. Really? Uh, not Joel's a, a little bit. Not. A, wow. not a, no, I don't have a lot of them. First of all, I will try anything. Um, I ha- I will eat anything, but I. I don't like cooked cooked fish in general. I don't Whoa. like cooked and cooked salmon Just especially. Just wide sweeping statement. Wow, I mean, yeah. I love I love raw fish, and I started eating raw salmon again. I mean, growing up, so everything was salmon in our house. It was salmon burgers. It was like Joel has deep. Drama. salmon. Yes, salmon generational like, like, and like show my, me my, on the dollar where the and salmon folks, touches and, you. Uh, I will. <laughs> Everywhere. In inside, outside. Living La Vida salmon, bro. It was a lot. And like but like the smell of like an overcooked salmon, like my parents aren't cooks. Like they would take a salmon, lather it in teriyaki sauce or whatever, throw it in the oven at like five thousand degrees right. and cook it for like nine hours. Right. And it would and it would just like the you the smell was in the wallpaper. We people had wallpaper back in right. in, the, in the late eighties. And like the smell just permeated everything. And at some point, and I would eat like this stuff as a kid. And at one point I was just like, no more. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. And I just kind of made a hardline stance. Cottage cheese, I don't like. Yeah, I get Um, that. It's just it's it's on cottage cheese. What? I thought it was gross growing up because my mom would eat it and she'd put like a tomato slice on it. But now I realize that's the way to eat it. I do olive oil. Black pepper, savory oh. vibe on And she cheese. died
1: before she could be told. strong. Carl likes <laughs> to say there's
0: a lot of things. Those are really the only two things. Those are the only two things. Yeah, yeah. but cooked <laughs> fish is a that's fucking That's think, a whole world. Not really. It's a, a whole, whole world. world. I mean, listen, dude, I've eaten. Like, we, I've gotten, I, I will get it. No wonder I you hated Providence. I just don't love it. <laughs>
1: Providence <laughs> is literally 12 quarters no, of the cooked it,
0: fish. It's a lot. I mean, a lot of it's raw, too. I mean, I had, I mean, like, but I like, you know, cooked, like, bivalves, I like cooked shrimp. I like like I'm talking about like fish. fish. Actual like yeah. Miles it's miles time to put your childhood trauma behind. Yeah, I, I've I've ordered. I go and actively now order it because I want. I don't want to have an aversion to it. Oh. I just haven't had anything that I'm like. I want this again. You're mm. doing like cognitive
1: behavioral therapy. I'm trying
0: for my trying to heal cooked fish. It's a journey. But it, but I'd rather eat raw fish like. Ten out of ten times, and yeah. I think most fucking people would too. I will tell you.
1: Well, I, a good place to start. Sure. Lay it on me. Where have I not gone? Do you not like like a uh, like a like a super buttery sole? Mm. Sure, that's that to me is a good game enough player. butter that's on good. anything. Yeah, but I enough feel butter like on anything. Would you know? be great. Yeah. So it's fine. Or like I mean, Chilean sea bass. That's a basic bitch Ooh, fish. That's pat- fun. Patagonian toothfish. Patagonian tooth fish. toothfish. Yeah. Awesome. Super
0: unsustainable. Yeah, dude, fucking lay it on me, brother. <laughs> I prefer the name Patagonia fish. Or, like, or yeah. like, you know, like halibut. Like halibut's, you know, available. It's readily available. There's local halibut. And yeah. Halibut from like fucking Alaska. Or whatever. Like, yeah, that's, that's, it's good. I just don't love it. And I've right. gotten halibut dishes. I went to a bar restaurant got a halibut dish there. It was like halibut with like gazpacho. What
1: about funky flavors?
0: Like a mackerel or a sardine? I, okay, I love mackerel. Ah, okay. I love mackerel. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do, fish. I do love, I do love mackerel. I'm not a big sardine guy. I like anchovies, yeah. um, like like really nice white anchovies. I so do you like, like cooked
1: really oily, funky fish.
0: I, I do like Which that, funny, but, seems, other- but, I, but I need to have it with like a piece of bread, yes. you know what I mean? Like at Moza, at Osteria uh, Moza, they have this, just it's just white sardines, mozzarella, and. Two pieces of like gar- garlic y bread. It's not garlic yeah. bread. And that to me is one of the most perfect things that you could ever have. It's perfect for any- you. Wake up in the fish morning. And cheese, baby. You wake up in fish the morning, and you're cheese. like, I'm having a little bit of fish, a little mm. bit of cheese, a little bit of bread. Mm. And you feel like the most powerful person on the fucking planet. Yeah, that's like how my Musso- Mussolini, like had, like that. Morning, yeah. Mussolini had that. Every morning, Mussolini had that. And I really hope to be yeah. just like him. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Il Duce, baby. Il Duce. Uh, uh, Italy's finest, right? Yeah, it gave me that. There's not a ton that I'm like, I'll try anything. I'll try anything. I I yeah. think the one the one shit I couldn't fuck with was uh, like deeply fermented seafood that I had in Thailand, where it was just oh, like, yeah. oh, this like is balut. pretty rough. I tried balut. 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 It's not it's not something I'd want to eat on a regular basis. So balut is a like fermented. a aborted like yeah. a duck egg. Yeah, something like that. It's kind of like a half. It's a duck embryo. It's a duck Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't terrible, but it was like. Uh, is it I, just that? Is there a sauce, or it's just like eat it out of the fresh out of the egg? Um, it's like it comes like in the thing like it's like a pouch it's like the embryo right yeah, yeah. but does it is there a sauce with it I mean maybe I mean that's that is that's so, something in Cambodia they just had like giant spiders that like just still looked like a spider it was like Put some breading on this or something. I was like, I I can't eat that. I'm sorry. It just looks like a huge spider. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, but I I feel like I'm very open minded. I ate raw horse when I was in Toronto. It's not. It's illegal in the states. Wait, I had I had it in Montreal. Um, And you know what? I I understand that horses are beautiful creatures, but raw horse fucking great. Yeah, I will eat a fucking horse. Yeah, Um, I've tried brain. Yeah. Uh, a lot of I've times, I actually really like Brain. I don't necessarily love it, but I, I can get on board with it. I went yeah, to this French something. restaurant in Amsterdam, and I was like, all right, Brain, ordered it. Didn't really know how to count. It comes in the middle of this dish, just a fucking brain, like a fully intact brain. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Then they just brought hot consomme and poured it over the brain. Oh, wow. And it, like, cooked it. Oh, so it was raw. And it was, like, silken tofu. Oh, that's the best. It was so fucking good. I love it. So I was like, God I do like damn. some silken tofu. That's just <laughs> great. Yeah. Second tofu and and it's a was like, veal like, brain, like caviar know. on it. Yeah. Mm. I want to know the animals suffered, so, you know.
1: Yeah. you. The thing is, when that brain is in a box, it's constantly brain depressed, and depressed box.
0: brains are... Uh, no, happy animals delicious. taste better, but maybe <laughs> veal's the exception. Yeah. You want
1: a depressed <laughs> veal. I'm, I'm pro animal um, what is, uh, this is, this is probably my favorite uh, question of the pod and uh, I'm sure it'll be, uh, some spirited conversation will come about from it, but what are your restaurant pet peeves? Joel!
0: Joel, Joel buzzed <laughs> in. <laughs> Joel buzzed in. I don't. I don't like when when and I think this is like most people. I don't like when people ask um, if we've been here before or if like I oh, need yeah. to explain how things work at a restaurant Fuck because you. like yeah. even if it's small plates or whatever, like I could probably piece it together by having like two human eyes and like a like you know a fucking like brain and shit like that. So I don't like I don't like that. I'm and with then, you. That's probably one of my biggest ones. And too. so it's it's a start and end thing. And I don't, and and at the end, and I've talked about this with Carl. I don't like when you get auto gratted, and then there's an additional like, do you want to tip more? Oh, the auto gratuity. I I, and I don't then, mind an auto gratuity. Yeah, and I don't mind a tip line. Right. I don't want both. You're game yeah. combi- being like. Yeah, just give it, come up more. No, you have to leave a space for like really, really rich people to drop more money. No, but no, that's, I, then I think don't autograt. Give them the, the choice of, of doing yourself or yes, put it all inclusive. No, but some people there want to tip more than 20%. No, then
1: they course. should tip more than 20%. I'm with you. The autograt, the gr- autograt you uh, auto on a party of eight? Sure. Whatever. Yes. On two but, top? I'm like, nah. But when they do that and the additional thing, all you're doing is taking advantage of drunk people. Because how many times I have you been drunk that. and you're just like not that. really looking at the bill and you're like, all right, whatever. Otherwise, 20%. you're leaving money on the table as a restaurant. If drunkards want to tip more, that's on them. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Marvin. It's my favorite restaurant, but they fucking do it there, and I oh hate god, it. Oh god,
0: I haven't been to Marvin. I really want to go.
1: Oh, it's awesome. We should. Oh, you haven't been either. He hasn't either. We I really want to go. I got to be able to drink. It's my though.
0: joint. Oh yeah. I don't have right. a ton of uh, pet peeves. I would say like the thing that bothers me most about going out to eat is when. I love that I just shat on Marvin, and then we're like, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> Well, I don't like this about yeah, you, but a lot of brand brand is fine. I mean. I, I'm
1: shitting on Marvin like how you shit on your brother, right, by the way, because right. it's With like literally one of my favorite places. But you're
0: yeah. like, that guy, that guy's such a piece of shit. Love him <laughs> to good, death. Love, love him to death. death. To good guy. guy. Good, good guy. guy. Good, good guy. Guy. heart. Good heart. <laughs> but I would say the the main thing that I hate is when, you know, this is L.A., nothing's cheap. I feel like when you go to a restaurant that's you, you've heard is good, obviously, you want to go there, you want to eat there, you want to experience it. And it's it is just like not great but it was fucking expensive wasting a meal and wasting your money is like the worst feeling because you're yes, like i know waste time, i could brother. have gone down the street oh, yeah. to zubaki or whatever ex favorite place yeah. and had a better meal yeah and spent the same amount of money so when something that's maybe been hyped or even not even hyped, but like something just doesn't hit mm. and you and you feel like you're like fuck i overpaid i didn't I didn't, like, get a good dining experience. And, you know, that's kind yeah, of on you. It's all about that. You chose to come here. But, yeah, it's like... Uh, Especially now, though, that there's, like, inflation or whatever,
1: but right. everything Global is, like, supply everything chain is way more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, right. does that suck. When, when you pay it. a
0: lot and you're just like, that meal was just okay. That's yeah. where you're like, I fucked up. Because it's
1: it's kind of your fault. I I do feel like I'm turning into the old grizzled man who's, yeah. like, looking at things and I'm like, really? I think the last time I went to, to Gigi's, and they have like a deviled eggs thing, and it's like three right. halves and of you're deviled like, eggs yeah, for like twenty seven dollars. Yeah, for, it was like literally twenty one dollars. Yeah, right. I don't know, and guys. It was, like, it's, That's pushing it. And it's like it has caviar. There's like two little like think, it yeah. wasn't even I don't know, it wasn't. Caviar. I don't even know what it was, but it was like it was it was bro. I was like <laughs> it was come like tobiko or something on, guys. like that. Like, like I'm here, shit. I'm yeah. willing to
0: spend money on food, but like don't fuck with me. But bro. I will say there's the the flip side of that. At Found Oyster, they were doing spot uh, Santa Barbara spot prawn sashimi. And it was like, buy the piece. So one shrimp was $13. So I was like, this better be the best fucking shrimp I ever had. And you know what? It was. Really? And I was like, I'm glad I bought that $13 shrimp. I need to go there. But I'm like nervous about how fucking expensive it's going to be. It's expensive, but it's like the best quality seafood you can get. So it's like, in in that instance, it's like, I don't feel bad paying this much because I'm here. I'm here to eat the best quality seafood. I know it's going to be somewhat expensive, but like, I know it's going to be fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the consistency and the knowledge that you're getting value for your money's worth is is where I want to be at. Interesting, uh, guys. This was as amazing as hmm.
1: way more amazing than I thought it was going to be. Damn. Probably more amazing than Joel thought it was going to be because you started this podcast thinking, "Who's
0: this prick <laughs> Who's this in the jean jacket?" Yeah, sitting across. I from judge me. everybody with facial hair like yours, just like uh, he wh- has which normal stubble. Which is he's wearing on, a normal jean jacket with normal which is, stubble. Which is which. It just you, no. I just don't. Guys, like that. I look. <laughs> I look normal, so normal right now.
1: I will take a picture of myself and I will post this with the fridge
0: post so you can see. Yeah, that's a that's like a normal stubble. That's the Adam Levine looking motherfucker. Fuck over you! Here. I just haven't <laughs> shaved. I I shamed. You I have mean, a beard. I yeah, mean, yeah.
1: You, what do you have? You literally <laughs> care for your beard. Double's cool. I I, I became a comedian so I don't have to. Sh- I exactly literally who? That's
0: the reason you became a yes, comedian. Literally literally, the I don't want I to shave every day? No. I, I don't. That's why I grew a, a true beard. Right. Wow, I actually well, took about three inches off this. this hey, bad
1: remember when I said this episode ended up being a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be? I take it all back. Take it all back. I said that, and then he just fucking shat on the whole experience. I don't know. I'm
0: sorry. I'm he's, he's a hater, as we know. <laughs> he's a a hater. A, I went into this being a hater, and you know what? I'm, being I'm being back a, in. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, I enjoy consistency. Yeah, I respect your consistency. <laughs> I'm back in. Haters, Haters on, unite. This is a great episode. You know, what? I hate him. Good, good guy. Good, good guy. Good heart. Good heart. Good Good podcast. He says what's on his mind. I like. I respect that. I do the same. You know. Um, Guys, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, You can find me at Carl Hess on Twitter and Instagram. You can find our podcast Yelling About Pate. Uh, at Yap Pod on Twitter and Instagram, you can you can find me at um, Taylor Steakhouse. Just whenever I'm mm-hmm. usually there. <laughs> He's uh, at the bar. <laughs> He's two <laughs> martinis deep. That's that's well, when I'm be a back ender, you find me. Yeah, at Joel David Miller. Yeah, we release uh, new episodes every Thursday. It's usually Joel hating me, <laughs> trying to put a positive spin on it. <laughs> and uh, I am the black cloud that followed Carl's house around. Right, exactly, I, I, and, and I that's why it works.
1: The uh, marketplace of Comedy and food is so small that uh, we're I'm in such good company that I get to share the floor with mm. you two because I think you guys do such a great show. I love yelling about pate. It's a wonderful podcast. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. And this has been a very fun hang. Thank you guys. And hey so. Dan, nice jacket. Thank you, Carl. Uh, Joel, anything you want to add before we leave?
0: Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> good heart. Out of the jacket or your full body of work. <laughs> Still no, no consistent. I love, I love this guy. Good heart. I love this <laughs> guy.
1: This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen and edited by Jordan Aaron. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and the interstitial music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's really important to us, guys. Please do it. If you want more Green Eggs and Dan action, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Stand Up Dan. Also, we have a YouTube page where you can actually see me and my guests going through their fridge in addition to other videos. Just type in Green Eggs and Dan in YouTube, like and subscribe. Please, we need a lot of subscribers on that page. You will really enjoy it. It's a very fun element of the show.
0: The Podglomer